Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. (laughs) Happy whatever day it is. I loved your text of I don't even know what day it is. I'm like, yep, I am with you. I am on that page. What is that? I was talking to Cassie recently and she was saying that time is getting faster. Yeah. Kind of scary, but it is. Don't you feel that? I agree. I completely agree. Like Johnny and I were just saying, where did the summer go? Like it's gone. It's gone. And I know the saying, the days are long, the years are short, but now the days are getting fast. And I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. this is too much. It's just like, I don't know, in a good way, like life is full, but it's also fast. Like you said. Yeah. It's hard to keep up almost. So, so come to one of our retreats and slow down, slow down. (laughs) Which is what today's episode is all about, guys. Yes, we are so excited that the list of leader speakers, and we're just going to call them friends because we all stay in the same house, Yeah, uh, the list has been announced, and we have four incredible speakers. How many are coming back, V? Uh, well, I think it's all, we have three returning speakers, and then we have a brand new one who is just amazing. Kenz, do you want to share a little bit about her? Yes, I'll share a little bit, and then we'll share about our um, FaceTime with her the other day. So Jessica Eckerby, she goes by Jess. Um, I met her, mm, how old am I? Oh my goodness. I met her in 2013 at World Youth Day in Rio de Janeiro. And she was one of the only married couples there uh, with her daughter. And immediately I was drawn to her because she just had this aura about her that she had a story and it was good. And she was joyful on the other side of everything. She has, she has just totally lived a life like that, that most can't even fathom. And parts of her story she doesn't even share Mm -hmm. her biggest thing is she was homeless she is a post-abortive mother she Mm -hmm. is a mama of one daughter that she ended up keeping going back and forth but choosing life and then Mm -hmm. finally meeting her husband and having two sons later on and a beautiful conversion story yeah boot so she's she's something else and I can't wait for her story to touch so many of our friends and guests that come on the retreat because there is no sin too great there is no wound Mm -hmm. too heavy there is no um, past memory that is not um, for sharing with the right people because it can give you ultimately freedom and she is the source of that what did you think of her when you met her the Oh my gosh. Well, I remember when you had told me about her and her story, the first thing that came to my mind is um, like a woman like this on a retreat this year with us would be so perfect because of everything that is going on in our country right now. You know, like even if we've certainly had women who come on our retreat that abortion is a part of their story. And, you know, we have been so blessed that they have entrusted us with coming on our retreat and sharing that wound um, in hopes to heal from it. And so, you know, if that is part of your story and you're listening, like this, this would be an awesome retreat, an awesome opportunity to, Mm -hmm. you know, feel seen in that and to know that there is healing on the other side and that there are beautiful, faithful women in the church um, who have 
found healing and forgiveness after that. But anyways, even if that isn't part of your story, um, like when Ken's and I did the, um, we did like a zoom, we do a zoom with all of the speakers where they share their testimony with us kind of before we go ahead and book them for retreat. And I was just in tears. I mean, I was in complete tears the entire time she started talking. Um, and, um, you know, even though abortion isn't a part of my story, it's still, it, it broke my heart to hear so many parts of it because there are through lines of her story that I think can touch everyone. Like she comes from a broken family. I I unfortunately come from a broken family and there were through lines of that part of her testimony that I was just like, oh my gosh, like it just cut through to my heart like a knife. And I just, I cannot wait for women to hear her story. And you can also tell in small groups, she's going to be such an incredible mentor to women. Wow. Yes. Small groups be what a good point. I feel like those are just such a pinnacle to our retreats that, that you and I aren't a part of intimately, like these girls are. Mm-hmm. And then they have the stories that come out of them or yeah. the, um, what they bring forth after the retreat with this new found friendship, this group, like we have small groups that still stay together after our last one. They all have, um, FaceTimes, all six of them who are, however, yeah. and they all keep in touch and they root each other on. And it, th- those are really powerful. And there is not one speaker. I would want to be in each speaker. Yes, group. of course. Of course. <laughs> all of the stories of the, of the leaders are beautiful. I mean, Mary has been on a couple of our retreats um, and her testimony is, is absolutely beautiful. It's about, you know, disability, having a daughter, a a daughter who is disabled and, and healing her marriage. That part of her story is so beautiful, so profound. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, yeah. And Shawl is a powerhouse. Michelle is like the motivation. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, it's such, it's going to be such an incredible group of women that, you know, if this is something that has been on your heart or you've seen our posts or you've seen the retreat. And even if you're like, I don't know how I feel about these gals, but I'm kind of curious. I mean, even if that is your thought of us, like (laughs) just trust me and freaking book your ticket and come because I, I am not, I've never been more sure of something in my life than convincing people to come on these retreats. It is not us. It is absolutely the Holy spirit, but there is something wild that happens. And it's like, you would almost bet. I'm sure you feel this way too, Ken's like, I would bet my life that you would love this retreat. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so glad you said that B because there's so many things I wouldn't say like you to do this, especially if it's from me because of, you know, whatever it could be pride. Who knows? I just don't want to let you down on my, on my thing, you know, but this isn't bees in my thing. This is the Holy spirit wrecking havoc on hearts and through us. And it's just, we just get to get, it's a gift to be honestly, like I'm getting so excited. I could cry knowing what we're about to experience. Yes. Will Bridge and I be so exhausted (laughs) by the end? Yes. In a good way. It's the best, but it is, it does take some blood, sweat and tears. A lot of people reach out to us and say things like, thanks for putting it on. And it's so funny because I'm, because I'm like, if you just saw the behind the scenes (laughs) of what it takes to make this so special, it's just, it's worth every minute because women- yeah, exactly. It, it It's almost like the work that we put into it, like 
the reason why we know that women will love it and why we bet our lives on it is because we designed a weekend that we ourselves would want to go on. It's not, you know, it, it is of course a struggle, like in terms of like the day-to-day planning and, and it, it's definitely a labor of love. But once you get there and I know you feel this way too, Kent, it's like, I feel like I'm being poured into as if I'm attending the retreat because we have, we have made it so every woman there, whether you're a speaker, whether you're the planner or whether you're the participant, we are all feeding off of each other, which is a true mastermind, really. It really is. And I can't tell you how many times you guys, Bridget and I've walked through those doors of the house. And the second we walk in, it's it's not the second we get the hotel the night before. It's not when we have drinks. It's the second we walk into Harper's Day. Yes. Look at each other and like have this sigh of not like, oh, here we go. It's a sigh of we made it because we know exactly what's about to come. And we can't like a sigh of relief that God, you can just feel the Holy Spirit's present among every woman that walks through that door in that space. It's, it's something else. You can't explain it. It's otherworldly. I hate when people use that phrase, but it is the home. Oh my goodness. The home on the water guys is like the most beautiful, like, Airbnb is not even the right word. No. It is literally, um, how do you even describe this house, Ken's? I don't even, I don't, even know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's, it's definitely a resort just for the 20 something people that come because yeah, it's that awesome. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And it's, it's also just good vibes. Like, like Ken said, the second you enter, the space you Mm -hmm. feel even though it was not intended for a religious retreat house it feels Mm -hmm. so peaceful and there's a also like a second home on the property that's used for you know conferences for other people who host events um Mm -hmm. in in the home in the space but we kind of turn it into our chapel and we have twinkle lights and we have music out there and that's where we have um mass and the night of prayer, the evening of prayer. And it's just, it's, it's such a beautiful sacred space on the water. And it's so fun to see, like when we do the, um, the afternoons of free time, like looking out the window and seeing, you know, the women on paddle boards or going out kayaking together or like laying on the back porch and just relaxing or reading or journaling. And it just warms my heart because it's what we've always kind of wanted, you know, with retreats. And yeah, that's just it because we'll talk with friends that have been to our retreat and then have gone to another healing retreat or we've had friends go to the post-abortion retreats or just like a healing retreat in general or just a parish retreat. And every single one of our friends that have done that after ours say they can't wait for to come back to our next one. Mm-hmm. And not that those don't serve their purpose because they do, but there's something so intimate about the mm-hmm. connection women in the community that we've designed because we care so much about that. And what is that quote? I don't know if it's in the Bible or it's from a saint, but it's something along the lines of like a friend is like the rarest jewel, like like the most pure Ruby, something like that. It's, it's true. And the reason is, is because we all become family. Like Mm -hmm. you can make up your family and thank you, Jesus, for the family God gave each one of us. But all of us have stories from those families and those times and those seasons. And we can relate in such a way uh, that bring us through breakthrough. And, yeah. and 
this retreat is so special because it's not just a talk and we say goodbye to the leaders or most retreats, you don't even get to talk to the speaker. They walk up the stage. We get to be with them in communion as Christ. And, and we, we have photo shoots together. We have um, a massage therapist. We have cocktails and connection and a private chef on one of the nights. Like different. I, I can't even explain it. I think too that it really um it mirrors a lot of like how Ken's and I's friendship started. And we met at we've told this story a couple times, but for people first listening, um, we met at a focus conference, which is yes, totally different than our retreats. There's like thousands of people there. But I think what was different about our meeting was we, we connected, you know, in one of the rows of the many, many people, but then we just like immediately started talking kind of about like the depths of life, like the, the things that were on our heart, the things that brought us to the retreat. And we stayed up hours and hours that night talking. And it's almost like, yes, the conference or the retreat you go to helps you um, unlock those things. But I think it's also the relationships that Mm -hmm. you build on a retreat are so much different than a girl you're going to meet at like, I don't know, a book club or, you know, somewhere else. Like this is, it's just so different because you're there for the same reason. You're there to get closer to Christ and you're also there to become a better version of yourself. Totally. And share dreams. And that yeah. is part of being a better version of yourself. Yeah. doesn't ask us to have these dreams and sit on them and swallow them, and push them down because, you know, I'm selfish or whatever is your inner monologue. Kick that out and come with those dreams and come bringing those, even if it feels scary or unreachable, you can bring all of those dreams. and. Yeah talk them through with other dreamers. And if you're not a, if you feel like I'm not a dreamer, I, I don't know what I want. That's great too. A lot of people don't know what they want, yeah. but there, and sometimes you just need other women to crack the code or to spend some time with other like-minded women and talk about what your divine purpose is in a, your gift from God and have women speak life into that. And that's yeah. that places too. Yep. Amen. And so it's really this awesome mixture that we kind of dreamed up of a religious retreat meets a like professional women's mastermind. Um, and be, I think because we've kind of married the two, we have like this very unique structure where the first day, well, the first evening is of course like the fun night with the chef and the drinks and Yes, we have drinks on our retreat because we're, you know, we're just trying to, um, it's also about joy and it's about um, having a good time. And um, so we have wine and we have a beautiful meal together. And then the next day is kind of the letting go day where we pray through a lot. We even cry through a lot. Um, But then the next day, Ken's, if you want to dive into that, is just more of like the um, dreaming day. Yeah. The dreaming day is awesome because again, we'll kick off this second day with speakers. I think there's something so special about um, hearing someone's story first so that they can give you permission to pull maybe parts out of their story and see your story in a different lens. And not only that, getting to talk with the speaker, speakers, plural, 
after a talk and kind of getting to unlock some of those places. And so that second day is really powerful because you're coming off of this um, big day of maybe there's some stuff that you didn't know you had to heal from, or maybe you have been healing from this and it, it was kind of healing to be there and to um, spend time in adoration and worship and praise and worship and praying over one another and all of that. And so that next day we let that stuff go. We know what we need and what has served us. And then we move forward to what we want to take and what, for what is ours? What, what, what do you in the, in the future of your life, you, because God made you perfectly and unique and, and he designed a very incredible life full of wonder for you. And so Mm -hmm. we get to hear two amazing talks on business and someone, one of our speakers, Shaw, who chased a dream of her parents and had the grace and the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Humility to say, I don't want that dream. And I'm going to quit this thing that I worked so hard for because it's not serving me and that's not my unique purpose. And she left, um, this, she left uh, law school. She graduated and left and decided to be a stay-at-home mom entrepreneur. And talk about a story. If that doesn't yeah. give you chills or light a fire under you to chase the thing, the one thing that you desire, even if it's not what you're doing now. And so that's that day. And to share those with others, or you've been working on a dream for a while, and maybe you just were meant to meet someone at this retreat who can mm-hmm. help you further dream. It's really wild who God create or who God decides to come to these things, right? B, I feel like you oh, can't yeah. pick these people. Yeah, and it, it's been wild to also see like this is our fourth, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, but um, each one it has been like each group is so ordained for each other that it's almost bizarre. Like the last <laughs> group was, I it's hard to even explain, but. It- not that they all come for the same exact reason, but there is so much connection about what brought them to retreat. And it's, it, it's bizarre. It's, that's all the only word I can say, because it's nothing that Ken's or I could have planned. It's like, God is bringing these women together in these specific groups for this specific reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that with how the world is going and honestly, any time in the world, retreat was always necessary. Like holy men and women from thousands of years ago would go on retreat. And I think that now we have, in a lot of ways, we've lost the art of stopping and resting and resetting. And and I think that a retreat, even though it is time away from your family or from, from your friends or your loved ones, um, and it takes effort to get there. It's not something that you can just decide the next day, oh, hey, I'm going to go on this retreat. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to put in the effort. You have to put in, you know, of course, it's going to be an investment in yourself too, but it's something that bears so much fruit that it is, it's so worth it because we aren't going to have these breakthroughs if we just continue in the everyday rat race, in the everyday, you know, crazy busy lives that we have, we always have to find time to, to have silence and to ponder and also to connect with women in a space that we feel safe. So true. 
I read, I think Shaw posted this quote today that success doesn't just happen by thinking of it. Mm-hmm. And that is true. But I'll also say that your spiritual growth and your spiritual life doesn't grow by just saying you'll change tomorrow. Yeah. And I struggle with that every day. I, I lately I've, I, I always say um, to call in at the end of the night, I know what my answer is. I know the answer is to dive into the sacraments. Why am I not doing that? I know I should go to confession tomorrow, but this came up, but this, but this, you know, we always make excuses. And sometimes those are valid excuses. I actually could not get to confession today because I was with my three children at noon. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. These are valid things, but to put something on the calendar and say, look, I am taking that first step mm-hmm. through. That is, I, I don't know what the percentage is, says maybe I would say 80% of the work or like the, the that's the hard part. It's mm-hmm. like, you already did it, check done. And then you just show up. And then all you have to do when you show up is have an open heart. And God honors that leap of faith that you take. Yeah. Like he, he always will and he'll bless it. And even retreats that you and I have been on, um, that are, you know, not our retreat, like, um, I think of the Dr. Bob shoots one that we went on and that was very last minute, you know, like, and it was just like both of us for different reasons felt like we need to go to this, you know, and we dropped everything and flew to Florida. Funny enough, it was in Florida too. And, um, and we, we met the most beautiful people there, the connections and the friendships that came from that retreat and we, and we were there for heavy stuff. You know, I had just had my second miscarriage in one year. Like it was heavy, but it was also joyful because mm-hmm. it's, you're bringing all of your burdens and together in a collective space. But then in the evenings, you're drinking wine together. You're laughing and crying together about everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that is the way that we were meant to live. And I do feel sometimes when we leave the retreats that we've planned it, I'm like, that feels like what heaven is going to feel like. I think where we're all together, you know, and we're all living in community and we don't feel disconnected um, by stuff that divides us. You know, it's just, it's a little slice of heaven to go on a retreat. Right. And you touched on such a good point there. Be like, I know the feeling B knows the feeling of going on a retreat or going on a trip a trip is a perfect example, like a trip that you spend time with family members that you hardly get to see. It's like check in the box, like, okay, I did my once a year visit, you know? Yeah. After that, you're like, okay, well, cool. What did that serve? That is not this. Yeah. After this, a perfect example is what Bridget and I just went on last December, the Dr. Rob Schutz retreat she was just talking about. We have a group text with us four girls that we yeah. met. Them. And we are praying over Bridget's baby in a couple of weeks. We did that with, with Sousa's baby. We are praying for all of us. Like, this is like, it's a lifeline. Like mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. haven't lived it. And in our busy day to day of life, we are so gifted with this like easy accessibility to social media. I can't mm-hmm. even, I didn't live by B 30 years ago. It would be so hard to connect you know, and to keep up and still remain best friends. But that is like a gift of our generation. And yeah. God put us in this time in place for a reason. You were born for this season. You were yeah. born for this time, this exact year, this, this, this type of world we live in. Like this was made for us. And so one of those things is it's a gift that we get to all come together and meet at retreat and stay connected afterwards. Yeah. 
And we do do that. We've met some of our greatest friends on retreats and it's just wild and you wouldn't have met them otherwise. So that's a grace for sure. We are, where are we at sis? We're almost halfway full with the house. Yes. We're almost halfway full and we have a bunch. This is something to get people to come. We have like four uh, retreat. What do we call them? Retreatants? Is that what we, we call past guests? Yes, yeah. yes. We have four guests like on the fence to buy a ticket to come to another one. It just doesn't make sense to me. I can't think of myself. Like I just know myself. If I already <laughs> did something, I wouldn't do it again. I'd be like, oh, I did that. No, we have four old it's past Yep up for another one one is already on her way so it's like we we might not have room for new guests by the end of the week with us they're gonna end up in reunions of past ladies so if if it's on your heart um you know one technical aspect is we are kens and i are working a payment plan right now if ladies uh do not want to pay the full price right now um so in the next week we are going to work on having a um pay, pay half now, pay half, you know, a couple weeks before. Um, so that should be live on the website soon. And of course, as always, if you have any questions about anything, you can DM either of us, we'd be Mm -hmm. happy to answer your questions. Um, but this is just something that we are just so passionate about and it Mm -hmm. brings us so much life because of what we see happen every single time. That's why we keep doing these. It's so true. And if we could have each one of our friends in life and each one of our family members come, mm-hmm. like that's the dream because I truly in confidence believe that this is a path to getting to heaven. Honestly, there's so much that happens mm-hmm. on these retreats. Like you wouldn't believe the things Bridget and I have seen you guys like yeah. the overcoming of so much heaviness that we carry every day of our lives. Mm-hmm. These, these relationships coming together, a mom and daughter yeah. renewing their relationship and yeah. hugging through the prayer night after not speaking for years. Yeah. Women going to see, seek help and therapy and confession after retreat yeah. because they finally said what was just eating them alive for years to come women who have started businesses from zero and have become so successful it is honestly so incredible to watch I Bridget and I both feel so humbled and moved yeah that get to see this it's like wow thanks for allowing us to see you through so many people and so (sighs) I get emotional because I just can't wait I know what like what other stories are we gonna witness I mean it 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 is emotional because it's like overwhelming like there are Mm -hmm. so many moments um on retreat that Ken's and I have just looked over across the room at each other like oh my gosh, what is happening? Like moments where we've, you know, as we're trying to keep the schedule going, we walk into a room and there's like an entire small group praying over someone in their group. And we just walk the other way because we're like, you know what? The schedule can wait because there's something very powerful going on in that room and we're not going to disturb it right now. Um, Or like the story Ken's just shared, like, one of the most moving stories that we've seen on retreat was, uh, yeah, a mother and daughter going together and, and 
really renewing their relationship. And we saw that unfold on the weekend of the retreat and just the text messages from them alone after were like, I mean, they could just make you burst into tears because it's like, we need this type of healing. So many of us in so many areas, but it's like the few and the brave that actually say, I'm going to take this on and I'm going to tackle this and I want to face it. And it, and it encourages us in our walk to see these women because we are still on our own journeys, you know? So it's accompaniment. It's never, we are hosting these because we have arrived. And if anybody thinks <laughs> that, then like jokes on you because <laughs> we clearly are not. Same. No, and yeah. the speakers would say the exact same. You never like we'll heal on the other side of heaven, but I am healing alongside of my sisters who come. Like that exactly. is so exactly exactly. So yeah. And that's why that is, that's the reason for the tears. That's the reason for the emotion is because we're all healing together. And so it's a chain reaction when you see other people unlocking and healing from their wounds. It's like, you want that as well. And, um, it's just, it's so beautiful. I don't, I I don't even know what else to say. You just got to come guys. (laughs) I feel like we we probably such a broken record. So I know. I'm just thinking that. I'm like, wait, have we talked too much about this? We can't help it. I'm like, we might need to get some of the speakers to take over, do a takeover of our podcast because I was that. That. who wants to li- who wants to listen to me? You guys can hear it for yourselves. We have so many testimonies on oh. our Instagram. We have so many friends that are you know willing to talk about it. Um, yeah. So that's on our list. You guys just keep peeking on our Instagram, messaging us, message old speakers, message new speakers, message people who have been. And yeah, we're just going to pray for you. We we pray every day for the right people to come. And we know we already handpicked them. And so we can't wait to meet you. Yep. Message us, call us, beep us if you want to reach us. And (laughs) we will be praying for every single woman who decides to sign up and meet us in October. Can't wait. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.